Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetvcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, a special edition. It's the countdown edition. We're going through the top 10 most downloaded episodes this week and next week. So it's a two-parter and here to help me out is my good buddy, Dilruk Jayasinha. Hello, Joshua. This is very exciting. This is the first time you're doing a countdown. Yes. And uh, is this the most downloaded episode of the, all time or this year? Just this year. So oh, great. Just so it's a wrap-up. 2017. It's a. Uh, it, what's yeah. the, They have those different funny phrases. Looking back at 2017, yep. what are those ones I'm looking for? Like a, uh, not uh, the year in review. Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, great. And, and so it's just the the top ten most, most downloaded. downloaded. I'm not saying they're the best episodes. No, that way you're left objectively. Yes. You're covered your ass. You, I'm not annoying. You any love guests all your guests. On. <laughs> you, you love all your guests equally. They're so, your children. So last night I went through how many guests I've had on this year. I saw your Instagram post. Yeah. That was cool. So 100, many... 101 different guests. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for the year. Yeah. So imagine if you're a wow. comic and I haven't asked you on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll yeah. get around to you, I'm sure. But yeah, so uh, a few double ups. Yeah, quite sure, a few sure, double sure. but, oh, but not, not not in that 101. Yeah, 101 exactly. separate individual different, different people. people. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And so I did a little th- I did a little post of all the faces on Instagram, yeah. and there was one missing. Oh no. And that was Luke McGregor. I just didn't put it in. I just missed him. Yeah, but no one would know who well, he is. Well, <laughs> I, I put a, a thing saying if you can guess who's missing, right. you get a free season pass for next year's festival. A season pass. Well, yes, that's four four apps. Yeah, that's a big guess. It's like, I mean, like how many? One, Eighty one, bucks. But first, first, first person. First got. person. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Fair first enough. person. I thought, yeah, right. And so Roxy, well done, Roxy. You got it. Uh, and then on Twitter, um, Vicky Hanlon, yeah. who's around, if you're in Melbourne comedy, she produces circles, a couple of shows. Yes. Went, oh, where's Jack Druce? So I'd also left Jack Druce oh, off as well. No. So I'm sorry, Jack. Yeah, yeah, right. There's no connection between Luke and Jack, is there? No. That, that, that might be. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because both of those I had, was most people I just got the first photo on Google and just went bang, um, screenshot that and put that in. For those two, I did two different ones. What do you mean? As in like I got one and went, oh, that one's probably a better photo. So then did another screenshot. Yeah. And when I was going through, I just didn't right, right, which right, ones. Right, 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 right. That's all. Anyway, anyway Luke, Luke and Jack Druce. You get a special mention compared. None of the other 101 have been mentioned. No, there you go. So I thought what we'll do today is I'm going to play some clips for you listeners. And uh, Dill is in here. And in between the clips, we'll we'll chat about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's only about two or three episodes from this year that I still haven't listened Ah. to. So that's going to be interesting to see uh, which ones I don't pick up on. Okay. So what I've done, I've gone all through it. So I've got the most downloaded. I'm going to get it here. So this first episode that is uh, from episode 52, Mm. Dill. Mm. You're in this episode. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's you, Nick Cody, Redown, and Sarah Jones. Uh, I remember this one. This yeah. is really fun. Redown's first episode. Redown's first episode. She's and been on another time. Oh, she's been on twice since. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And uh, that was fun as well because like, I think it, I remember enjoying this one in particular because I don't think uh, Nick and Sarah Jones had 
kind of Met. worked together before. No. And same with maybe Ree as well. Yeah. And it was really fun to see Nick Cody then, even though they, he didn't know them, he picked up the vibe of them yep. and then knew which tweets belonged oh, to whom. Nick is one of the better players of this where he just goes, no, nah, I'm just going to stereotype. I'm not going right. to... I'm not going to... Uh, you know, apologise for doing that. This right. is how I'm going to play the game. And he actually does play quite well. So here is episode 52 uh, with Nick Cody, Durok J. Sinner, Reed Down and Sarah Jones. This is a new, brand new round called I Fought the Law and the Law Won. In this round, we talk about one of our guests' criminal past. Now, when Durok first moved to Australia, he threw himself into many of Australia's great traditions especially that of binge drinking. <laughs> One night... Sarah, true. Yeah. <laughs> One night, Deal got arrested for being drunk and disorderly and was taken to the St Kilda lockup. When he entered the cell, he was in there on his own and he just passed out on the floor. But when he woke up, who or what was sharing his cell? Was it A, a small, crying Asian man? <laughs> B, his flatmate who was at a separate party but had been arrested for exactly the same reason as Dilruk, or C, a guide dog but no owner. Is that how you oh. met Ronnie Dill? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really cute meet. I studied, I right. studied law, man. I'll get us out of this. <laughs> now, you guys can ask him as many questions as you want. So what were the three possible things so again? A small, small crying Asian, Asian man, man. Mm. his flatmate who flatmate. was at a separate party to deal but was arrested for exactly the same reason okay. at a different time, or a guide dog without its owner. Now, Dill wants you to answer this incorrectly, but... Because he wants your points. But you guys can answer individually. You don't have to answer the same as Sarah or Nick or anyone else. Okay. So you can ask him as many questions as you want and try and figure out what the true answer is. Was the guide dog drunk too? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell because I was pretty still pretty pissed when I woke up. <laughs> yeah, what time did you wake up? Did you know? Did it's hard to tell. Is it like a casino? No <laughs> clocks. Yeah, no clocks. All dark. They take off all your no clocks, uh, no items on you. Yeah. So what was the dog doing? Did they leave your shoelaces on? Because they're like, no way that's supporting his weight <laughs> over a fucking... <laughs> Good luck. <Yeah. laughs> they, they took his belt and suspenders. <laughs> sorry, it's not this kind of podcast. Sorry. 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 It has become. Yeah. Um, uh, what was your question? What, what was the dog doing? Was it sitting? Was it just, running yeah, around? Just there with that. What kind of dog... <laughs> Labrador. The dog or you? <laughs> yeah, me. I was just like, hey, mate. What kind of dog excited. was it? It's like a Labrador, I guess. You guess? I'm Labrador's a pretty with... indistinguishable dog, deal. But I'm not very good with dog breeds. Interesting. Did you... <laughs> Could be a chihuahua. I don't know. <laughs> did the Asian man tell you what he was crying about? He did. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> tell us. He said he was upset that... Um, uh, I, I told him, like, like, oh, just relax, man. It'll be fine. There's nothing to worry about. He goes, no, it's your snoring. It's keeping me awake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, your flatmate. Yeah. Uh, what was your flatmate's name? Julian. Was it Julian Assange? <laughs> <laughs> Is that why he was in jail? <laughs> um, uh, how long have you been flatmates for? At that point, we were two years in. 
And uh, like, what party did he go to? Why didn't you go to that party together? He was weirdly enough, uh, coincidentally, another Malaysian guy, uh, and he wasn't. Sorry, just... another. Mal- You're not Malaysian, do Sorry, <laughs> but he identifies as Sorry, he was an Asian guy, and um, uh, he was just at another house party with his Asian friends that I didn't get invited to. So I was with my Ocker Aussie mates, being a proper fucking Aussie. <laughs> Turns out Malaysians drink as hard as well. <laughs> Um, why would, Why did he, if he was at a party, mm. like how did he get arrested? Apparently he passed out um, outside the house party or something like that and then the cops picked him up. Oh, okay. Were his cheeks red? Because <laughs> <laughs> of that Asian thing that happens oh, to people. Any of my Asian mates two beers in, the reddest cheeks of all time. No, he was okay. Some people have it, some people don't apparently. And apparently yeah. some people who do have it, there's like an enzyme you can take. Yeah. Did you know this thing? Oh, you really? guys are looking at me like that's, that some Asians can't drink alcohol because after hey, two or three. Hey, Sarah's Japanese. Arigato <laughs> gozaimasu. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever? Sorry to interrupt, but when you do like a genuine Japanese act, like when you talk in Japanese, do people go? Oh, that's a bit uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, weirdly, I can my my accent for Japanese is very good. Yeah. Um. So if I go back to Japan, I don't I don't really remember much Japanese, but if I speak just a little, say, oh, thank you for your help, people go, ah, oh, all right. So you obviously know Japanese. And then I start yeah. like speaking to me. I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Last time I went, uh, well, last time I went as a kid, um, I was walking around with my dad who lives there and. Um, and I said something to him in Japanese and a little girl walked past us and went, oh, Dad, that white devil can speak English. Oh. <laughs> and he can speak Japanese. <laughs> yeah. devil? White devil is yeah. great. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What's the word for white devil in Japanese? Uh, I can't remember. It's like either guaylo or if that, yeah. or if that is that gua- is guaylo the one they use in Hong Kong. I can't remember off the top of my head the Isn't Japanese guaylo one. what Leonardo DiCaprio gets high on in... Oh, that's quaaludes. Sorry. Guaylo? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get some of those guaylos. <laughs> yeah, like hang out with them, Dill. Sounds like a malt chocolate malty drink. Guaylo. <laughs> is this why you didn't get invi- invited to the? This is why you didn't the get Asian invited party? to the Asian party, right? Make jokes like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fellas, where are all your guaylos? <laughs> eh? The brown guaylo here. Yeah. <laughs> um, the brown white devil. Um, what was the crying Asian man in jail for? I didn't ask. You don't yeah. ask when you're in jail, I've heard. Mm. I, I learnt that from Orange is the New Black. Uh, oh. Don't ask. Don't <laughs> ask. Did you try and uh, intimidate him what? so that... Whoa. <laughs> did you try and intimidate him? Did you, like, try and intimidate him so you would be the jail boss? No, 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 no. I was I was way too scared. Like, I'm... Of the uh, crying Asian man? Well, yeah. If you say crying Asian man, it reminds me of that American ad, the crying Indian man who sees all the pollution oh, in America. Right. Yeah, one tier. Yeah, one tier. Yeah, that's what I imagine the Asian guy just <laughs> looking at me going, you meant to represent us international <laughs> students well, brother. So I first knew of that from Wayne's World. I didn't yes. know the reference. Though. Like, it's like when you watch The Simpsons as a kid and there's all these references you don't get until yeah. you watch that. Because it's not an ad we'd have yeah. got in Sri Lanka or Australia. Um, Can I have was, a crack? Oh. Yeah. yeah, okay. Are you guys want oh, any more questions? I reckon I, I think I know. All right, well. okay, okay, we'll start with Nick. What do you reckon, Nick? A, B, or C? The housemate. The housemate? Yeah, that's, that's B for Nick. Okay, Sarah? I really want it to be the dog. Because <laughs> <laughs> that just is a lovely story. But I think it's the housemate. The housemate B as well. And Reed? I reckon it's a housemate too. You're all going Ooh. B. The correct answer was A. It was no a way. small, crying Asian man. <laughs> yeah. oh. I thought this, that's a true thing. So I woke up and he was crying. And I'm like, man, just... 
relax, it's gonna be fine. He goes, no, it's just, you're snoring so loud. I can't sleep. Oh, damn. Wow. I thought that was a bad lie. I, thought, I just thought it was a bad joke. <laughs> you know? But that's really, we just cried because both. I was snoring. It was both, yeah. And also, not, this is why I'm always insistent on saying this, it's not drunken and disorderly, just drunk in South Melbourne was the charge. Because, just drunk. Because I, I'm too scared. As soon as I, yeah. authority shows up, I'm like, hey, all right, whatever, yeah. guys. I've been kicked out of venues for, with the bouncer and then chatted to them along the way where like I've fallen off a seat or they're like, oh, you got to go. I'm like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. And I'll chat to them and they're like, oh, I feel bad. All right, come back in, come back in. Like I've been let back in because <laughs> You ended up as, Facebook friends yeah. and yeah. catching up the Seriously, next week. Seriously, I've become Facebook friends with one of the high five bar bouncers because as he was kicking me out, I <laughs> charmed him and he brought me back in. Wow. And he added me on Facebook. My wife's always like laughs at me that any time there's police or anything oh sir ma'am yes. every, every time yeah. don't fu- sorry I, mean, I went you to a private sh- school and I was fucking raised correctly you know, <laughs> fucking animals I don't know how you talk to the police but well in Sri Lanka you just don't fuck with authority whether it's your nah. the government or teachers and stuff as soon as they yeah. crack the shits you're like alright I'll play by your rules for the moment so yeah. you're a student okay yes. and you're a what, on a, on a, what, I was a student a, visa? It was, it was a, I was a student visa and uh, I um, I got chucked in. So it was a uni ball, right? And uh, we had an after party at some place. I think it was called Motel in South Melbourne. This bar. Yeah. And you remember that? Motel, yeah. yeah. And so I was just passed out somewhere on the street, right? Nothing bad. Just too, <laughs> sure. just drunk just and tired. casual yeah. rest. Yeah. And then I got chucked in the DV van and then I freaked out because I didn't know how law works. I thought I was getting deported. Oh. So I'm in the back of a DV van thinking, Wait, were you the crying it. Asian yeah. man? Uh, yeah. I was close to crying, but that I was, was actually to, it was actually a mirror test when yeah. they put you in the back of the cop car. If you Man. go, oh, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny you say that. Literally, I said this to Josh yesterday, so you can verify that I'm not making this up. I told this part to Josh as well. So when I did apply for my citizenship test, this was the only black mark on my clean criminal record, right? Yeah. And I said to the lawyer that was helping me with that, I'm like, hey, do you, I just got to come clean? There's this incident that happened. It's drunk in South Melbourne, blah blah blah. Do you reckon that's going to hurt my chance? He goes. No, I actually reckon that might actually help the cause. Shows that you integrated well into <laughs> the cause. Australian. My lawyer, my Australian lawyer, has to be nailed. So it was Duruk there talking about how he got arrested. Mm, oh, I know. Nice. It's a, it was again one of those stories that. Um, I think you, Josh, you know that once in a while I'll remember something and message you on Facebook going, yeah. oh, have I said this before? And you're like, no. I'm like, all right, well, remember the next time I'm in. And the one I sent you most recently is probably something I must have buried deep down have, in my subconscious. Have, we haven't talked about it on the podcast. We haven't talked no, about it. No, we won't do it today either. But let's just say it involves a pool. Yeah. There are so many stories <laughs> of when I'm writing it as well going, have I said this? Or if I'm recording it, mm. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the podcast. Right. But... Thank you, listeners. My listeners are very good. They don't. They don't like hit me up on Twitter going, "Hey, you already said that in episode like forty eight. Like, I'm oh, like, yeah, man, everyone's it's just nice. too hard, especially because you have, you know, you, if you're bringing your stories from your life, there's yeah. only limited. But how, like you said this on the podcast before, for each episode, how much work goes in behind? Is it six hours? Uh yeah, it, it's got it's got better. Like, yeah, it's a lot quicker because I just know how to do it now, and also I know what questions to ask. Right. So approximately about six hours. It used just to be. It compiling. used to be. I would send everyone a questionnaire. Yeah. With a bunch of questions on it, and yeah. like a lot of them, like worst teacher, best friend in high school, a story your parents right. talk tell about you, all this kind of stuff, and people would fill it holidays. out. Holidays. Yeah, holidays. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And now, especially if someone's been on before, yeah. I'll just go, "Hey, have you got any stories? You know the podcast. It kind of yeah. 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 Makes it. A bit and easier. so sometimes people. Like some people are really good and give me lots of detail and some people are just like, oh, yeah, I've got this story about this. Yeah. And then I just kind of write a question about that and then when we record it, 
sometimes they're like, hey, well, that isn't exactly how it happened. Right. And then it opens. And then it opens up a bit and they're going, oh, fuck, well, how am I going to score this? <laughs> but <laughs> what about, it's all right. what, what, how, do you, how do you decide between which story is like, say, you know, the big chunky one, uh, like, you know, say like yearbook or whatever yeah. versus a, say, knowing me, knowing you? Uh, yearbook one normally is. Do you a, try and it, find that uh, option, the, the, yeah. the other two options and see if you can get a funny yeah, if one? I, and then... If I can get the funny ones. Gotcha. And so the one, so listeners would have uh, already heard this one if you haven't heard it go back and listen to the episode just before this the live one at european beer cafe mm. and so that one was so the question was about cam um james yes and yeah. it was just that thing of going i can the super soaker. yeah this oh, is no, a big the, thing the, yeah it was like uh sh- shitting in the pool or a super soaker i thought that'll just play well in the room anyway yeah yeah and it's also fun when you've got an audience to make someone answer stuff that's pretty crook that yeah, totally. isn't isn't, isn't actually true. Yeah. true. And I thought, man, it was so amazing how uh, he just, you know, each answer he yeah. he created a believable yeah. storyline. Like I, I'm playing along, obviously, while I'm sitting in the audience watching, and I couldn't pick which well, one was the real one because it just he just committed to each narrative. Yeah. I don't know how inside baseball we need to get in this one, but <laughs> it is that thing. I do send with that one especially. I'll send oh. the person. These are the options. These are what you know, so, so, yeah, so it gives them some time. Some to stories because yeah, I, I didn't cool. used to. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because I was yeah. like it, and then because I think I, my one was whenever you've asked me about the fish bun, I think putting yeah. like the fish bun in the bra. I yeah. can't remember what the alternatives were, and I can't remember being as quick on my feet, being able to come yeah. to the alternative. But, but I think that's a good idea. If too. It, it, yeah, if it's a lie in the other rounds as well, yes. I'll send it through. But if it's the truth, I'll just I'll go. That's what I'm just going to talk about. Right. But sometimes people uh, will often hold back. There was a story that Celia, even on the last episode, was like, oh, well, I used to cut down trees, but I, can I talk about that now? Because she'd already she sent me that story. Yeah, in case that's going to get used. But that was the reason why I got her to answer that question, because her and Tom had very similar stories. Right. So I thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that, now, okay, next one. Next one is episode. This is a good episode. Episode 69. Oh, oh yeah. one of the few that I haven't listened to yet. Oh, oh. With, uh, was it Dasselow, Kappa? Dasselow, and... Kappa, Adam Knox, and Ben Vanell. So three <laughs> of the filthy casuals yeah. and Nick Kappa. Yeah, and the I, filthiest of yeah. all casuals. So I had it as a special 69 sex-themed episode. Gotcha. Great. And it is probably... <laughs> Great oh. guesting, by the way, for, for that particular episode. Yeah. I think you got some good... Well, good this evidence. is the thing, and this is one of the first ones where I realize because i used to do this and go i'll get four comics who don't really know each other like when you were saying with oh, Ree and yeah, sarah yeah, and yeah. cody didn't know each other and then something i realized oh no it's better when they know each other i think right. it was when uh daniel connell and laura dunham and were on a live one affianced to each other yeah they're engaged and so it was oh, that's a better word it was fun to <laughs> fun to have one of them lie to the other one and then right. going, i thought i knew everything about you. yeah 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 and so, uh, but that was last year. But uh, the, so this one was one of the first ones where I had a, like a podcast crew on. Or and so I did a few of these. I had the Weekly Planet guys on. I had uh, yeah two in the think tank. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, and also I did one early on with Edo and Jez and Kate McLennan when they uh, were yeah, doing their the download. download. And so yeah. But anyway, this one is. Uh, I think this is the first actual round we're going to listen to. So we're going to listen to the social media round, social media, media with Nick Capper, Tommy Dasselow, Ben Vanell, and Adam Knox. <laughs> All right, uh, our first game tonight is called Social Me Me Media. Now, in this game, I read out a status update by the four of you, and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. If you get correct, guess correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the point goes to the person who actually tweeted the tweet. You can't buzz in for your own. Your name's your buzzer. Poker face is on. 
It's all to do with sex. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I should have mentioned before you booked me for this, I'm very uncomfortable talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> You're uncomfortable talking about most things, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Can we talk about video games <laughs> for an hour? Just pretend it's a video game. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Yeah. Push the button. Got it. It's, yeah. it's Leisure Suit Larry. That's what it's Yeah, That's the sex video game, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, we're out of references and, now. No, and there's also Samantha Fox strip poker that I had as a kid. Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Deep cut. Rap Boys yeah. Quest 2 gets pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amiga man, yeah. 500 was my console of choice. Maybe. <laughs> Here we go. Question number one. I reckon Dame Edna would be a dud root. Oh, Kappa. Yes, Kappa. Yes, I reckon that's Tommy Dassler. You are correct, Kappa. Yes, put there for Nick Kappa. This is going to be a fucking washout for me this round. <laughs> only only because I told him. <laughs> yeah, I mastered his speculation instead of just outing you in the tweet. Very gentlemanly of me. Very good subtweet. Uh, okay, question two. How do I show my date that I have a great sense of humour? And then there was a poll asking, quote Anchorman or quote Zoolander? Ben. Yes, Ben. Adam Knox? You are correct. Yes, it was Adam Knox. (laughs) Do you remember what won the poll? Uh, I think Anchorman won. Um, (laughs) It's a really funny movie. (laughs) Well, a lot of people really, I remember, reacted to that. Like, yeah, say Anchorman. She'll think that's sick. (laughs) Maybe they were being sarcastic as well, but it's really difficult to tell with text. (laughs) I'd like to to see a third one, like Anchorman... What's the other one? Zoolander. Zoolander, Requiem for a Dream. I've never seen that movie and all that I know about oh. it is that people say ass to ass every yeah. time it That's gets That's all you need up. to know, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the only quotable line in that film. Mm. Do two people do that? Yeah. yeah. In the movie? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. i got to see this bloody <laughs> well, film. We're kind of, spo- it's, it's yeah, kind of right a spoiler to say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing people say is that that is like the climax of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Well. How? <laughs> it's, it's not a climax. It's... Is there a climax? It's, it's a downfall. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah, real yeah, 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 oh, yeah. It makes yeah. you very sad. Right, yeah. the, the Adam Knox climax. Is like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There was a, actually, speaking of Will Ferrell, there was yeah. a thing on him on Vulture today where they ranked his top 30 films. Okay, he's and, been in 30. Yeah. Yeah, right. And it's from 30 to out 12, it's all very bad. This is a bad film. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's just phoning it in. They've tried to do this or he's Semi-pro. trying to be serious. Yeah, yeah. Semi-Pro got a really high ranking. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, people oh. like that movie. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. They, it, it should have just been here are ten good Will Ferrell films, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, and so they've written a little blurb about all of them. Yeah. So even for thirty, they've had to still kind of go. Yeah. Oh well, released direct to DVD in yeah. Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. <laughs> but Will was... Ferrell plays an animated squirrel. <laughs> but it's funny because they've it's been updated from two years ago. They released it and then right. they updated it to include his last. <laughs> They're keeping it the house. Great. And uh, guess what number the house comes in at? Uh, thirty. Yes, it does. <laughs> Hell yeah. So it's just another way to go. This movie was. Shit, let's, yeah. uh, I mean, you wouldn't bother updating it unless it's to put a new one in at number 30 or number one. Yeah. Like, not yeah. sitting there going to the cinema going, oh, God, is this 25 or 26? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're going to rewatch Get Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I just love a slow day at one of those yeah. media things. Yeah. Like, okay, 
Aldi hasn't released anything cheap. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, nothing's happened on reality TV. Yeah. All right, let's go back to Will Ferrell. Yeah, no, there I haven't remember. been any epic clapbacks launched on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember telling someone, like, I can't remember specifically what it was, but this person works for Junkie or something. Mm. And uh, I don't even know which one he works for, but he works for one of them. And I told him, like, about some YouTube controversy that had happened or something. And I was being boring already by mm. telling him this. <laughs> and he said the most depressing thing. He went, oh... That's content. Oh, <laughs> he messaged his editor. And, oh, I like it. That guy gets it. <laughs> Speaking of content, question three. Wanking in a hammock is underrated. Tommy. Yes, Tommy. Kappa. You are correct. <laughs> yes, Kappa. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, how, what do you mean it's underrated? Like, you know how people are always going, you know what, shit? <laughs> Jacking off in a hammock. Worst way to masturbate, no doubt about or it. Or even if down. they're just saying, it's fine. <laughs> that yeah. implies you think it's great. <laughs> it's one of the most average ways. Yeah. <laughs> what, what inspired that tweet was, uh, <laughs> that work of art, was uh, um, I watched that a documentary on John McAfee, the guy who created McAfee. Oh, yeah. he kind of went crazy. Yeah. yeah, he kind of went crazy, moved to the Cayman Islands, and he did, He had all these like wives that he didn't have sex with. He just used to cut a hole in a hammock and then shit in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, no, sorry. Yeah. I've seen this documentary. <laughs> they used when, to get them to shit in his mouth. When, yeah. you say, when you say the word wives, you mean sex workers. <laughs> and, <laughs> and of all of that, of all the elements of that story, <laughs> yeah. the bit that you fixated on was the hammock. <laughs> I thought the hammock was a funny spot. Like, he could have done it on a bed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Huge hole in the bed. Like, it would have been a lot more work. Yeah. <laughs> or a cardboard box. Yeah. Or from a standing position. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. Or just read a book. Love a good <laughs> doco. <laughs> question four. It's Who? funny. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> We're in the middle of saying question four, <laughs> and this is going to be medium. But uh, it's funny that John McAfee couldn't protect himself from people prying into his private life. So question four. <laughs> <laughs> Should Knox have done that joke? <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> question four. Heard a rumour that if you tweet, suck my dick to any world leader, you get their job for a week. Adam. Huge if true. Anyone done it? Yes, Adam. Adam. Already. It's Tommy. Yes, it's Tommy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Didn't perform as well as I would have liked that one. <laughs> really thought that was going to go big for me, but no. Alas. When you tweet something like that, are you expecting, okay, this is going to get more favourites and retweets. I'm, I'm prepared for that. But oh. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I also tweeted it and then remembered I got in trouble recently for putting illicit content <laughs> yeah. on, my, on my Instagram. So I was like, I wonder if... I wonder if the person who got me in trouble on that occasion is keeping as keen of an eye on my Twitter account as they are on my Instagram. That's not illicit, though. That's political. Mm, yeah, it's good. Mm. It's like the sort of thing Bill Maher would do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just good, racy, political humour. Make Chuck sure they... word in there and, and you're, <laughs> you're perfect. It's not hole in the hammock. <laughs> illicit, but I like it. <laughs> New rule, suck my dick. <laughs> Question five. Ever since dad bod and being thick became things, I've stopped taking care of my health entirely. I love being a millennial. Tommy. Cap. Yes, Tommy. Ben. Yes, you are correct. Yes, point there for Tommy. Not not, co- not comedically or anything, just because looking at him, I can tell that he has let himself go. He also ends all of his tweets with, I love being a millennial. <laughs> Whatever they're about. <laughs> Question six. The sound I made when I remembered I bought discount tiramisu from Audi can only be described as pornographic. 
Uh, Kappa. Yes, Kappa. Knox. It is Ben Vanell. Yeah, oh, yep. Those two tweets of mine really do line up, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I like that your mind immediately went, fat guy enjoys food. Knox. <laughs> Wait, how was the one before that? You said these were all kind of sex themed. How's Ben talking about getting fat anything to do with sex? Well, Being it's thick. It's... Dad bod, it's to do with the body? Oh, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. The male form. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine it coming out of Ben's mouth, then it's really sexy. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Imagine it coming through a hole in a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Twitter is, isn't it? We're all just under the hole in the hammock, just waiting, waiting for that precious content. You want to know what democracy is? Imagine a boot shitting through a hole in a hammock forever. <laughs> Question seven. Facebook fan pages that say big things are coming and end a post with watch this space but haven't been updated since 2011 are my porn. Uh, Kappa. Yes, Kappa. Ben. It was Adam Knox there. Point there for Adam Knox. I like a big big content of like, hey guys, can't tell you but... Keep in touch or yeah. stay and then <laughs> nothing. Watch stay this tuned. space. This is going to be great. And they yeah. always use like really old fat. It's like stay tuned yeah. on the internet. That's <laughs> yeah. All right. Question eight. I hope Daft Punk and Pharrell end up getting lucky. Life can be pretty lonely out there as a touring artist on the road. Ben. Yes, Ben. That's Kappa? It is Kappa, yeah. yes. He's, he's the touring artist on the road in the group. <laughs> he gets it. Yeah. That's straight from the heart, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. also wearing a big helmet right now, so he gets it. <laughs> I, I get worried about those guys, Pharrell and Daft Punk. I hope they're okay. I hope they, I hope they got lucky. You know, it's just I, I, he's, he's, per- he's performing it for us. It's beautiful. <laughs> It's better in person. <laughs> it is better in Kappa's words. <laughs> All right. Question nine. Re-downloading Tinder is like escaping from a burning building and then going back in again. Ben. Yes, Ben. That's Kappa as well. That is Kappa as well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very, very recent, that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heartbreakingly recent. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Are you back on Tinder? Uh, yeah, I, I gave it a go, but it was awful. Yeah. I just, I, I swiped like five people and I was like, this is fucked. Mm. <laughs> this is awful. Do you know what? I'd rather just go out into the jungle and see how it goes out there. You know? yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to hide behind anything. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, plus, I'm a hard person to talk to. You know, I'm not, I'm quite, I'm, <laughs> if, you, if you see me on a date and I just launch into a John documentary McAfee. of <laughs> yeah. They're all his wives. Yeah, someone's got to take to that. <laughs> Maybe this can be it. Maybe if you're listening and you like the sound of Nick Kappa, mm. yeah, contact yep. him on on Kappa Flapper on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Underneath Twitter. the Tinder tweet, <laughs> send me your take on it. Uh, yeah. And our last question for this round: I'm on a plane. <laughs> Intense turbulence. The plane is plummeting towards the ground. I'm going I'm <laughs> to no, buzz no, in, but no, I want to hear the rest. Please, please let me do it. <laughs> Whoever Otherwise... wrote this sounds like a genius. So how about we all just shut up and respect the craft? People get very angry on Twitter when, I, when people buzz in before I read it. Okay. I'm on a plane. Intense turbulence. The plane is plummeting towards the ground. We're all going to die. Me. I jacked off during Dunkirk. <laughs> uh, that would be Adam Knox. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tommy Daslow. <laughs> oh, damn it. And the context is I, I sent that one off while you were on stage doing a gig that I was watching. <laughs> jacked oh. off during, during Dunkirk. It was the gig that you actually run. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. You're, you're good at tweeting just before stuff like 
the other day you just... sent a message on Facebook, <laughs> literally a second. Yeah. Like, it, I got a notification and I just hear, well, I'm going to say Tommy Dassler and then Tommy's <laughs> <just> <laughs> <behind>. <laughs> It's like I, I fire myself work. up for the gig, and then I'm just in the I'm just in the zone. I'm like, I got to get a few ones out here online before I get up there into the real world. Itching, itching on stage the whole time. Exactly. How many favourites? That way, how many if the likes? gig doesn't go good, you're like, oh well, I sent out some fire. Yeah, yeah. Man. Like this is my contingency plan. Oh, fuck no lights. What a yeah. night. Yeah. See that clip is interesting because I always wanted to ask you about. The people who don't tweet or yep. don't tweet funny stuff, you've now found ways around it. Yeah, like, so, you know? so sometimes I'll do reviews. Yeah. So I'll do a game called Reviews, but as soon as I mention that... People just get their back up. The comics freak out. Go, oh, no. I remember Claire Hooper and Dave Thornton. Yeah. Absolutely, because they don't read their own reviews. No. So that was one. Then I think you did YouTube comments. Yeah, I've done YouTube comments before. Normally when when the musician's been on, so uh, so Ella Hooper and um, uh, Laura Imbruglia right. both had YouTube comments. Right, run. right, right. Just because, you know, they can't. Yeah, exactly. And I think even recently what has happened is if I – because it's rare that I tweet uh, joke uh, tweets. It's usually me plugging stuff. Yeah. Um, but if I do, then recently someone tagged you and said, yeah. hey, Josh, something you can use for the next episode. I'm getting all that all the so time. So you're getting it yeah, right. That's what I want lot, to know. Lots of people asking, hey, I can't wait to hear this in Josh's next right, time right. you're on. So yep. good work, listeners. Uh, yeah. Help a brother out. I'm also getting people, when they see any photos of four people in a grid, going, mm. oh, I thought this was going to be an episode of Don't You Know Who I Am? Like there was <laughs> a very well, that, that a very was... crook one the other day with oh, uh, a bunch of priests. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it's good uh, for those who who haven't seen uh, the Josh's pilot uh, for whatever reason uh, was really good because you used the way able to use Instagram. Yeah, well, yeah, that, I'll talk about that. So the only people who have seen that are the people who donated to the Possible campaign. Mm. So if you if you've come late to the podcast this year, uh, early in the year in September, I filmed um, uh, uh, two episodes. Yeah, and the second one is coming out very soon, which oh, is cool. you in a Me, deal. Adam Richard, Kent McLennan, and uh, Dave Callan. Dave Callan, yes. And so, uh, and then the first one I put up to all the people who donated to the Possible, and uh, yeah, so it is that thing of going, oh, it's got Instagram. You can, yeah, because people still like Instagram. Whereas totally. I don't think people like Twitter anymore. Yeah, it's interesting. I think the wave is turning. Yeah, I was talking to Cam James, who is a very uh, prolific twi- yes. tweeter. And he feels like it's on. He he might be ready to let go of Twitter. Yeah, they and I was say like, that. Really? Yeah. But because because I'm someone who just does it because I'm sort of you know feel obligated. Yeah. But I'm I'm much more uh, active on Instagram. Yeah, I think. Yeah. But even my Instagram is just selfie after selfie. But I, in my bio says loves a selfie, yeah. so I feel like I'm excused. That's all right. Okay, our next episode is it's our first live one. Oh, what was the first one live one? As in the first live one in in the in the countdown. Oh, right. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it is episode 66 with Josh Thomas, mm-hmm. Limo, Harley Breen, and Sonia Diorio. So Sonia's first ah, time yes. on right. the podcast. Josh's first time on the podcast that got released. Yeah, yeah. Because you did one episode two. Yeah, the, the un, one of the unrecorded or rather the hidden missing ones. Yeah. And I remember that one was so intimidating because I was quite new to the comedy scene at that time. So I didn't know it, the, the cast was me, Josh Thomas, Cal Wilson and Hannah Gatsby. Yeah. And I didn't know all three of them. No. And, uh, I had to, and then what was really interesting is you and I uh, have an existing friendship where we give each other shit. Yeah. But those three hadn't seen that side of you. No. And you made a joke. I think it might have been a fat joke. And Hannah's face went, what? 
And I, also, I remember I, I had eye contact with Cow after that and she was like, oh, wow, that's a turn up for the books. Um, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was really, I mean, that was a, what a star-studded lineup, you know. I know. And it was a shame to have lost it. But so this becomes Josh Thomas's official one. Official first So was it his second attempt or was there another lost one? No, this is yeah, just his <laughs> second attempt. I didn't get him in twice. Because the first one, he and Hannah had just been to a party the night before yes, and they were really hungover. And Hannah's yes. partner at the time was just asleep in, because I would record it at Triple R, she was asleep in the green room there. And Josh's dogs were there as well and they were yeah. asleep there as well. And it was just this weird... Energy was not... Yeah, yeah. energy was not high. Yeah. So it yeah, was definitely. lost, but it wasn't like it was a, a great loss to uh, the podcast world. <laughs> To go out, that was number two. So this is recorded uh, live at uh, some Velvet Morning in Clifton Hill, and so we did a run of six of them. And I, said, I might, you know, this might be one of the first ones uh, to make the list, but I, I'm sure we we're going to hear from some others in that little run. So this is episode 66 with Josh Thomas, Limo, Harley Breen, and Sonia Diorio. Okay, this round is called "Let's Talk About Sex, Baby." It's a new round. Never done it before, and it's where we talk about sex or a sexual experience. Today, we're going under the covers with a young Josh Thomas. <laughs> Lucky us. <laughs> but what us hap- fat, then. Yeah. What like happened during enough. this experience? He's <laughs> making excuses already. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is Josh's first sexual experience. What happened that made it awkward, apart from the fact that it was his first time? Was it A, Josh and this girl were in a bed next to two other sleeping girls? Josh started to go down on this person when one of the sleeping girls woke up and while he was down there, Josh and the girl made eye contact. (laughs) As in the girl who just woke up. B. Josh and this girl decided to do it in the backyard of a party. While they were lying down and Josh was inside of her, a cane toad (coughs) jumped right next to the girl's face. She screamed and jerked away, hurting Josh pretty badly... They never did it again. Or was it C, while it was Josh's first time, it wasn't the girl's first time and she was quite demanding in exactly what she wanted. (laughs) After yelling at him to change positions again, Josh yelled back at her, I'm a virgin, you're meant to be gentle with me. (laughs) One of those is true. Okay, You have to decide which one it is. You can all guess... In differently, you don't have to get they together. They all feel very real to me. <laughs> Josh, can we ask Josh a question? You can ask Josh as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, he wants you to get it wrong because he will get your point then. Yeah, so, of course. So he of might course. be bluffing, Third he might be telling the truth. Third one makes sense. <laughs> Third so, one makes sense. Ask yeah. questions. How old I'm are not you? Sure. I know you, you lived in cane toad country, mm-hmm. so that's... A, Cane toad's a distinct possibility. Yeah. Do you I, think I, I was that assertive when I was 14? <laughs> you were 14? Oh, yeah, I was 14, yeah. You were 14. How old were you when you lost your virginity? <laughs> 32. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I, I really want it to be the, so the eye contact. Yeah. Because I love the awkwardness. Of that Is that what you love the about other it? <laughs> You love the awkwardness, not the three girls in bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, the awkwardness of him being in bed with three girls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to reverse well, engineer I, the questions. because Who I was to... the other girl in the bed? 
the three girls. girls. Yeah, the other two girls. My best friend to this day, who's Genevieve, mm -hmm. and then the girl that I was going down on is called um, Alicia. Should we be giving names? <laughs> 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 she knows. She um, was there. Also, I would like surnames as well, please. <laughs> <laughs> and addresses. And then... Twitter handles would be helpful. <laughs> and I just need the who did, ABN. Who did you make the eye contact with? Barb. So Barb. Barb. Yeah. Barb. How, and how old was Barb? Who's called Barb? No, I called Barb. Barb. Barb sounds like the mother. Yeah. <laughs> Barb sounds like a lunch lady just going, what's going on here? <laughs> Barb was just like the ghost of a young girl who was yeah. in that bed. Yeah. So what did Barb do when you made eye contact? Did Ooh. she go... <laughs> Thumbs up for the listener that was kept a making egg and lettuce sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Barb. <laughs> she just we just looked at each other, and mm. and then I thought I probably should stop, <laughs> and then I stopped. Oh, I, yeah, I'm not buying that story. <laughs> okay, so the next one is uh, if you want to move on to the cane toads. The, the cane toad made hello. <laughs> the cane toad made the girl move rapidly. Is that correct? I was, I was like. I was on my back and she was up and then this cane toad like hopped out and then she got scared and like moved like like it was like she like jumped and it kind of hurt my dick a bit and um, then and then I used that as an excuse to stop having sex with a girl. <laughs> like did thank you... God for that fucking cane. Toad. <laughs> thank God for Bob. Thank God for the cane toad. <laughs> and I can't remember the third one. <laughs> Whatever that. Happened. Did you make eye contact with the cane toad? <laughs> <laughs> was you the cane toad's name Barb? <laughs> so you were no, in that a, was Jen. You were in a backyard. Yeah. Whose backyard? So it was. A, I was like. I mean, you said it was a party, but it was like friends, and there's like this bit in my house when I was growing up that's like behind trees, and there's like a bit more. So you were hiding away. So you weren't. We were like, yeah, we like went, you know, like you know, teenagers. <laughs> this is the suburbs of Brisbane. Yeah. In my house in Brisbane. I don't know why everyone keeps bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Brisbane. Is that the most interesting part of this? I'm just trying to establish where the cane toad's coming from. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're in my garden. Well, they were introduced. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get rid of the rabbits, I think. Yes, they had to eat the rabbits. Yeah, I always, we always had cane toads around. Yeah. I was surprised she was surprised. Like, <laughs> was she your girlfriend? Had you been mm. sort of dating? No, 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 none of these girls were special. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way for them to find out, isn't it? <laughs> I think they know. Okay, and what was the And the last one was that she was experienced and Josh said, I'm a virgin, you're meant to be gentle with me. <laughs> I don't need amazing. to know anything. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's <laughs> definitely that one. <laughs> Did you, how old was she? <coughs> so we were all 14. And oh, so the experienced girl was 14. And they were all 14. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, she was in the same grade as me. Why are you so interested in how old? Don't look at me like that. She's 14. I'm, no, it's because she's so experienced and she's 14. That's why. 
That's why yeah, I asked the She's a slut. I don't know what this... She's <laughs> like, no one in the audience yelled out, it is Queensland. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's already got two kids. <laughs> she, like... Yeah. She'd she, fucked a cane toe. She, yeah. like, she was a girl that had, like, a lot of zanks in a party. We, like, she mm. was, like... That's so like Barb. <laughs> no, that was Alicia. All right, oh, it's we, Alicia, yeah. Are we going to lock in some, some answers? I'm, I'm oh. saying the cane toad. Okay, so you say it's B for Limo. Yeah. Um, Sonia? I think the cane toad too. You think cane toad too? B for Sonia and I'm Harley? going for C. You're going C. for C. The correct answer was A. He was oh. going down. Oh. She made eye contact. <laughs> oh, no. Bob! Is Bob okay? <laughs> It was like, you know, in a nature documentary and now you're filming like a lion eating a zebra and like the lion like kind of looks up at the camera crew for a moment and is like, what's all this about? <laughs> you know, it was like that. Okay, at the end of that round, the scores are, okay, Limo still on one point, Sonia still on two points, Harley still on three points, but get up for Josh Thomas on seven points. <laughs> I went down the note because... Um, she was kissing me with heaps of teeth and my mouth started bleeding. <laughs> and then um, I didn't know what to do. And I thought, well, her vagina doesn't have teeth. That's <laughs> 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 That's my first kiss. It's the first time I tried alcohol. <laughs> and it's the first time I went down on a girl. Right. It's so good to get them all done in the one. <laughs> yeah. <it's> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I... Feel good about sharing that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was so good. Josh was in very fine form that day. I remember you were referring to Josh Thomas, not Josh. Josh yeah, I yeah. Just I, love when you talk about yourself in the third person. Yeah, I, people think that's the coolest thing ever. But uh, Josh was great, and you always get people who do it where I'm like, oh, hopefully they're good. But sometimes people with a big profile, they come in and they're, you know, this is. Something out of their day, scale, yeah. they're like, oh, fuck, here we go, I've got to do this. But I think the fact that it was a live audience yeah. changed that for everyone. Everyone Have came you, in going, oh, we've got to bring our A game. What's the biggest difference you notice between live and, and studio apps? Uh, I think... Uh, studio apps. Sometimes you can have a serious discussion, and it's really fun and nice. Yeah, and you can let it sit. You yeah, can let, let it sit. sit. Like the last one uh, we did in the studio with Sean McAuliffe and Hannah and Quirk and Damien Cowell. Mm. I really like that episode. I think it's a really strong episode. But afterwards, Quirk was like, "Oh, that was really different." Because the last one he did was with you with... and Joe and uh, Dasilo, yes. the live one. Yeah. Yes. And which was just bang, 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 jokes yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this one was more of a it's, it's serious uh, chat. Test matches versus BBL. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like that's definitely the kind of vibe you get when you come to a live one. And um, and also I feel like there might be a certain, like you said, the bigger profile people. Sometimes they uh, shit themselves when in front of a live audience because it's not their forte. Where they're yeah. more used to being in a radio studio. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting. And also with the live ones, because people are like, oh, I want to get in. I want to get my my joke's out, I want to right. at least be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. in the studio ones, it's kind of, you can sit back and just let someone ask someone else questions and not have to say anything. Right. I also wonder whether sometimes people are a bit more held back in the live ones because when you're in the studio, it's just five people chatting. Yeah. And in live, it's a reminder that, hey, this is going out to yeah. people. So there might be less sharing, maybe. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, especially with radio people, they come on and we just had this with Ed Cavalier and he was mm. like... Uh, 
saying something and goes, oh, you might want to check with your uh, lawyers after that one, just because he's got all that radio training. Right. Just going, what what they can and can't say. Exactly. But sometimes you have other people come on who have got lots of radio training and just think podcasts are just an excuse to say... The worst. The most. Ha- yeah. You can just talk, say Harley Breen. <laughs> no, I was not going to say Harley Breen. So what oh, else? Harley, Harley Breen's recent runs on Dum Dum Club have been really fun because he just lets loose and that's like, please, <laughs> we need to keep something... <laughs> All right, so the next one, the next episode is episode, oh, speaking of Ed Cavalier. Oh, yeah. But it's not the latest one. It's his first time on the on the podcast. It's Ed uh, Cavalier, Dave O'Neill, Nat Harris, and Stu Dolman. So this was episode 58. So it was very fresh in the first, uh, for like, this year one. So it's, is this the? This is number seven? This is, yes, number seven. So what we're going to do here is we're going to listen. I think this is, I might need to have a little bit. So this is, um. In this episode, Nat, in a previous round, which is called uh, We Are Family, has just mentioned how when she was five, her dad took off, picked her up from school, took off and didn't close the door on the van properly and she fell out and just fell on the road. And so there was a few jokes about having a head injury. And so this is a round after that and we kind of talk about head injuries. Final round is called Hoo Hoo, Hoo Hoo. In this round, I'll read out a bunch of questions. You guys are the answers to all of them. Buzz in if you think you know the answer. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. Only round you can lose points. Okay, I've first... got to do well in this round. Yes. You do. And hope that someone <laughs> trips over. Yeah, also, Japanese okay. ladies waiting outside. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't look happy either. Doesn't Fly her over at great expense. So, doesn't yeah. look happy. Just remember, you can't buzz in for your own. Your first question is this one. Who was once stabbed by a 14-year-old? Oh, don't, don't, Ed? Don't. Yes, Ed. That's Stu, South no, Africa. It, it's Nat, sorry. Oh, Nat. Wow. Wow. Nat. Japanese trip. No? Yeah, what? I was naughty. What did you do? Oh, I was like drunk at a party. I was very naughty when I was in, in my early teens. And um, mucking around with a boy. He had a crush on me. I had a crush on him. Anyway, he had a pocket knife and he got Slice me in the arm. Wow. I got... In lots of trouble. You're the like wrong the side of the I never tracks. got kicked out of the school. It all started, <laughs> with, that, it all started with that falling out of that van. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had no hope. <laughs> Question two. Who would he, who he would rather just take a food pill than actually eat? Stu. Oh. Yes, Stu. I'm going to say Ed. You are correct, yes. Yeah, I reckon Ed doesn't value Sick food like I would value food. Sick of it. I, every day, I'm a very hungry person. I live mm. in a constant state of hunger. hunger and, and I Do just, you really, Oh, yeah, Ed? I'm starving. I just love do, it. Do, I would just eat non Do you like food? Mm. You like food? No, I like the. I, I would. I would happily take the pill and what? never eat again. I couldn't care less. Really? Yeah. yeah this like, is some. I've met a few comedians like this. If you're hungry, I'm always hungry. There's no level yeah. where I'm not. I, I the other night, I just. I could just eat a meal and straight away I'm like, I could have another one. Do you have a favourite food? There's. Is there a meal burger. that you just love? <laughs> oh yeah, I love burgers. Now we're talking. Burgers. Are, the burgers are the only thing I'd have in non-pill form. <laughs> my oh. my friend is the same as this. He he's the whole thing. He works in a warehouse, and his lunch break he just puts like he just has sauce sandwiches for lunch, mm. and he eats them on the run because oh. they all play cricket in the warehouse at the. And he goes. I don't like any food. He goes, my boss takes me to nice restaurants and stuff I like that. I hate restaurants. But he's like, nothing's better than a Big Mac. That's my favourite food. And he goes, I just like sauce. Your and friends f- ate? And the food. <laughs> the food. <laughs> says on my son. And he's like, the food is a vessel for the sauce. That's right. To just 
Uh, like tomato sauce. I, on a side, He's 42. On a side note, um, oh warehouse cricket is some of the best cricket you'll oh, ever yeah, play in your yeah, life. Yeah, if, you can get a, if you can get the mm. tape on the ball right yeah. and really get it, get it decking around, it is some of the best time of your life. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. I'll write that down. <laughs> warehouse cricket. <laughs> okay, question three. Who once stayed overnight in a brothel in Denmark after they'd been mistakenly told it was a hostel? Nat. Oh, oh, yes, Nat. It's you. No, it was Dave. That's oh, Dave. Yeah, that's Dave. Was... Do I lose a point? You yes. lose a point. It's in Copenhagen, that's right. Damn it, Stu. And they, and they said Sorry, it was Sorry, a... I didn't stay over in a brothel. <laughs> Stu, there's no way Stu wouldn't know it was a brothel. That's oh, yeah. a thing. <laughs> go, yes, Dave. They kept knocking on the door. Mm, like, and I would open and the guy were. would go, brothel? I'm like, nah, mate. Oh, oh dude, John. Then some in. guy tried to come in. I'm like, mate, you want to come in? You've seen me. You still want to come in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make some money. He'd be like, going, this housekeeping's keen every half hour. They're knocking on the door. Knock. Um, oh my god, that's so funny. I was once uh, checking. They were short on accommodation in Copenhagen. There's some big conference on, and the woman goes, "We do have one thing going. Mm. You know, in one of those agencies or something we went into, oh, yes. desperate. Yeah, and we were sent out to this outer suburb, and they did have the red light and stuff oh, too. And I'm like, yeah, my girlfriend's like, is, is this like a problem? Oh no, it'll be fine. The it'll red lights. The red lights are your way. Yeah. <laughs> Question four: Whose great great grandfather played for Manchester United? Shit. Oh, uh, Ed. Uh, yes, Ed. Okay, this is. I'm genuinely interested in this. Stu, come on, baby. You are correct, yes. Ah! Give it to me. Name. Yeah, Bob Bothron. Bob Bothron. Right now, which era? Who 1903 to 1907. Give it a fuck. Yeah, I found out this year that it happened. I was a so big Manu fan from. Two, anyway. two people in this room are obsessed with soccer. Football, yeah. sorry. Are you? Oh, yeah. Stu, let's talk. Um, yeah. So, did you? has any of his gear remained in the family? Um, I only found out because he's a great, 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 great grandpa. Yeah. Um, and he was a Scottish right back. He huh. caused an, a right at Bradford City one game. What he, for? For big bad tackle. And, oh, yeah, two footer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's to shut down like the ground. And really? All this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I was yeah from South Africa. So, yeah. like, uh, the first teams to tour South Africa after apartheid ended were Arsenal and Manchester now, United. Now, let's not forget why Manchester United went to South Africa. Why? Quentin Fortune. Yeah, but that was before Quentin Fortune. But there, wasn't he in their youth? It's like a foreign language. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't he part of their it's youth? It's like with yeah. my kids talking about computer games. Yeah, he I'm went over there, out. I think, no idea. probably a few years after that tour. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about this. This is what I want to do. So, Stu, also, you met oh. all of Manchester oh, United yeah. as well. Team Which 93. Oh my god. The, the year after they won the Premier League for the first, first time. First time. So Beckham's playing? Or no, 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 no. Beckham was on the tour. I didn't yeah. meet him, but I met Mark Hughes. Giggs, Mark Hughes, Brian McClare. <sighs> Lee Sharp? Uh, Lee Sharp was there, but I didn't meet him. I met Alex Ferguson, Brian Kidd. Brian Kidd. Steve Bruce, Gary, Pall- Gary Pallister, Dennis but Irwin. You didn't meet Give me a break. George Best? No. Not George Best. <laughs> <laughs> Pete <laughs> Best. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stu, let's talk off air. Now you're being interesting. So you were. So it's like, it's. Because my great grandfather said he stole horses for Ned Kelly. <laughs> then I started thinking Fuck. recently. Who was he? Harry Power. Like, is, he got old enough for that. No, my, it was my great great grandfather. Oh, like that. Right. Yeah, but then I started thinking. Doesn't Ned Kelly steal his own that's horses? That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Steal his own horses. <laughs> that was the thing. Ned Kelly was Harry Power's yeah, apprentice. And Ned Kelly first got arrested because he stole. Like Harry Power was a bushranger, right. stole a horse, and oh. got Ned to hold on to it. Oh. Well, so, so maybe I need to invite someone else on here who's a Ned Kelly expert. Too old. The O'Neill family. All right. Question. Oh, next question. Here we go. Who here has kissed an Oscar nominee? Who's kissed an Oscar nominee? Nat. Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry, so shoot. Nat. Nat. Yes, <laughs> you are correct. Yes. Jonah Hill. Yes. <laughs> That's it. You know. I was there. Were you there? Yes. Oh, you were too. Yes. What? You kissed oh. Jonah Hill? Yeah. Yes. I was there. The when fat they, guy. When they, when they were out here many, many years ago. Yeah. 
That just came back to me. Super Bad? Yeah, for Super Bad. It's a funny movie. Were you at Hamish's house? Yes. Ah, yeah. That's just come back to me in a flood of Oh my God, some debauch. I thought it was some sort of show business. It was just some party, was it? Yeah, I met him at Rove because my sister's boy, well, my sister Jess was dating Ryan at the time. Mm. And she, I love like stupid stoner comedies like that. She's like, oh, these guys are going to be on tonight. They're going to be funny. Like, you should come along. So I went along. And there was no room in the audience, so I was in the backstage. And then I just went up to him after it and said, oh, you were funny. And we just got chatting. Mm -hmm. And he invited me to the premiere Mm -hmm. and then... Look out. Yeah. Party time. Out. Good times, huh? He was so funny. He was so funny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He was exactly the same. So someone I knew did a movie with him, Ben Stiller, and someone else, uh, someone really famous, <laughs> and said Jonah Hill was the only one who was friendly to him. Yeah, he was super yeah, nice. Yeah, really friendly. So the other guys were so obsessed about their diets and stuff. Like Ben... What's his name? Was drinking ben shakes? Still, why has Ben Stiller got abs? He doesn't need abs. No. Yeah, yeah. They like, said he was... He, every time they go to a break, he would be handed a shake. Though mm. he would be handed a like some sort of he had his own chef and stuff, but he said Jonah Hill was just normal. He yeah. would was, just talk to you normally. He was so, yeah. and I think that was the thing. He's like, well, Nat, I've got no one to hang out with. Like you seem cool. Mm. Can you hang out with me? That's no, kind of I love Jonah Hill. And I had to, well, not had to, but like, yeah, I was a bit like, I'm gonna have to kiss. We well, don't, don't have to. Have to. No, I know, but. I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a great story. Okay, next question. Who was asked by the producers of the TV show The Slap if their house could be used as a location? Ed. Yes, Ed. Damn it. D. O'Neill. You are correct, oh, yes. Yeah. You knew that one. You knew that one? Oh, you got it all. I think I've heard you say this before. I've, I've said it before. I've heard you tell this story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, they put a thing under the door saying, we love your house, we want to use it in The Slap. And I'd read The Slap, and so I rang up the guy. And I said, what, what house is yeah. it? Yeah, which he goes, oh, it's the guy who does the slapping. Yeah. And then I go, well, is, that, is that a rented house? And he's like, yeah, it's, yeah, your house looks rented. So I go to my wife, they, they what is your house? They're going to say a rented house. My partner got very offended. Oh. And the guy goes, well, you've got a lot of stuff on the lawn and there's stuff on the porch. And you're all right, mate, it's settle down. So this is so, Melissa George's character in the film, yeah, in yeah, the TV and, show. Yeah, uh, Anthony Hayes yep. is the guy uh, that's slapping. Yep. And look, because I've been involved in films and TV, I knew it was, and we had it very, was a bad idea. It's a bad idea, yeah. yeah. Don't let and also that night, the night that I watched the slap, I did tweet out, oh, my house was going to be in this show. And this guy tweeted back and said, my house was used in it and I just saw people having sex on my kitchen bench mm. oh. and I've got to make the sandwiches for the kids in the morning. <laughs> you, never let them, you never let them film in your house. I know someone who lives in a, oh. a, a friend of mine. She's American and her house is ex- extremely historic house, boyhood home of Thomas Jefferson. So Whoa. it looks it looks oh. the part. And it is an amazing thing, Stu, where we were hanging out there one day and there was... And she went, oh, she looked at her brother and her brother went, I did it last time. And she's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Opens up. It's three tourists. And the deal is they can live yeah. there. They get help. But if people show up, you have to take them on the tour. And oh, so she had to just walk them through the tour. And then they left, took some photos. They're very happy. Anyway, so they're always filming stuff at this place. And one day she said that she got home from college or whatever it was. And her dad was like, yeah, they were filming it. It's like a civil, they're always doing civil war stuff. Oh, a civil war thing here. Oh, what <laughs> the fuck's that? And they put a huge concrete slab in their backyard in order to put cameras on and dollies on yep. that type of thing. So it's like this historic house oh, no. and now just a bare concrete slab. What? So he rang out the producers and he goes, oi, you guys put down a concrete slab. And they're like, no, we didn't. He goes, he took a photo. He goes, yes, you did. He goes, we'll call you back. The producer calls back and goes, you're, um, he goes, yeah, see, you put right. down a concrete slab. And the, and the producer goes, yes, and we've had a discussion. <laughs> We're happy for you to keep it. Oh. <laughs> never let them film in your house. No, no never. I got a, 
a friend caught up with um, using her house for in-house husbands because oh. my sister filmed a scene there and then a locations guy yeah, that's what happened to us was like, oh, can I yeah, pick it? that house? Yeah, yeah. never let him. And um, her mum was a doctor and the, someone in the crew stole a prescription pad. Oh, and no. That's good. Yeah. Just go to the after party. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. Who once had some... Amer- this is a long one. So, Who once had some American fans of theirs ask if they could record them a message for their wedding in Seattle? In the message, they had to speak Hebrew and improvise around it so they had no idea what they were actually saying. Ed. I heard Ed first. It's Judo. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, yes. Yeah, some really? people. Yeah, some Who are your go, fans? Uh, no, in America. Like, no, it's like uh, just a couple of American uh, Jewish guys came and saw two couples came and saw my show last year at the festival. Okay. And they, you know, they said they kind of liked it, and then one of them contacted me about just early towards the end of last year because they the other couple was getting married. And apparently, they were doing a lot of like. You know, on their trip, once they saw the show, like, oh, baby, oh, mama, you know, all this kind of yeah, stuff yeah, on the yeah. rest of their trip. and they Which is what like Stu does in, in his yeah. act, for yeah. those and, listening who um, haven't seen him. And, yeah, so I recorded this video for their wedding, and they played at the wedding. Whoa. That's great, mate. That's yeah. a bit so of fun. Funny. Yeah, it's awesome. It was really nice. Like, it's pretty, There's nothing from Fancy Boy you could do at a wedding, is there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Next question. Who played Noah in their school musical of Noah's Ark? Stu. Yes, Stu. Ed. It was Dave O'Neill. Hey, Noah, Noah, you can't do anymore. <laughs> That's the one line I can remember. Beautiful. So with everyone else, the animals. And yeah, more, but more, yeah, more. no. My twin brother was God because I thought oh. that'd be really cool if God oh. and Noah looked the same. Meta. God made you in His image. Yeah. Meta. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the drama. Yeah, someone but, there. Yeah. 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 Government school, not much money. The animals were ripped off. They kids just held pictures of animals as they walked oh, up. Come <laughs> on. It's like the Lion King. Like the Lion King. Holding up. I'm a lion. (laughs) (laughs) But that means that they're just holding up photographs, like tribute photographs. Shit else. That sucks. There was a production at uni once, uh, went to Sydney University in the Student Union, yeah, Dramatic Society, yeah, and, that, yeah, and we yeah. used to put on shit all week, and, and we put on big plays and small plays, and then we got the only thing called a major, we got to put on a big musical, and there was a bunch of people in it, Virginia Gay, who's now a fantastic actress, she was in it, and a bunch of other people as well, and there was this one girl, and they'd built cows, and they'd built two parts of a cow, so wow. sort of one set side each, and these wooden cows that were on wheels, and we were students, Stu, we thought it was the biggest thing, we thought it was like that King Kong puppet, you know, yeah. when, whenever mm. people go to see Made that it. King Kong play, and they go, what was it like? The puppet was huge. Yeah. <laughs> and this girl got her head stuck in the ass <gasps> of one of the cows. <laughs> And she pushed it around. They were doing salad days. Oh. And while everyone was singing, she was pushing it around as her head was stuck up the ass oh. of this cow. To the <laughs> she was slamming into people. Oh now, that was theatre, Stu. That's theatre. Theatre. Back in the theatre. Uh, and our final question for the round. Who once crashed their work car into a pillar outside of a fast food joint? Uh, Dave? Yes, Dave. Uh, Ed? You were correct, yes. Oh, it was, hey. was that a Black Thunder or a Rock Patrol or a Cyclone in Darwin? Uh, yeah, no, Street Freaker was the first, my first, my first ever shift at the radio station in Sydney. My friend Josh Lawson, oh, who's an actor, no. he'd left to go to America, so I took his job, and my first job was to go and uh, go to uh, Subway and hand out vouchers uh, in Blacktown, and me and another bloke and I was in the ute, and the first thing I did, Stu, is I, slam- I put it into reverse, I slammed it into a bollard, and I mean, oh, I fucking no. <laughs> slammed it, right? <laughs> Got back... Got back, all sheepish, thought, that's it, I'm done. And my boss was sitting there, very, you know, very triple, and he just didn't give shit about anything. And mm. then so I was sitting there, and I came in and very sheepish, and I said, um, Koki, I, um, I've, um, I've crashed the ute, mate. And he looked, I swear to you, he was on his um, computer, and he didn't even look up. He goes, the voucher's all right? I said, they're fine. He goes, yeah, no worries, bro. Oh. <laughs> 
You know, Tony Martin tells that great story of when outside Triple M and Fox, where they used to share the same building. Mm-hmm. They still do, I think, in Melbourne. And uh, mm-hmm. the Black Thunders hit the Rock Patrol. Yes. And there, there was all icy cold cans of Coke on the road. It's, it's like, true. <laughs> yeah, once someone slammed into Nickelback CDs else. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It is a wonderful job. If you're at you, it is such a great. It's such an easy job. Yeah. yeah. I really recommend it for any young types and students out there. Sure. When I did the thing in Frankston, the people who were working there, it was like a cult. They were so happy, oh, yeah. the people who were handing out the cans uh. of stuff. We got it down to a fine arts, too, because we did crosses, and the guy, one of my bosses, was in love with because we used to get these really, like, very attractive girls who would come and, you know, mm-hmm. be a part of it. And so he was in love with the two of them sort of at once. And so they would just sort of lean on him at the start of the day, uh. Nat, and go like, hey, well, I was just thinking about changing where the crosses were a little bit. And he's like, yeah, no worries, babe. Sure. And so we would change them so they, they were five minutes apart and we'd be working for five or six hours or seven hour shifts a day and we would sleep in the cars uh, and we would go and see movies yeah it was a, it was amazing i was Sick. A, i was asleep at a service station in campbelltown with my feet up on the desk getting my, paid yeah getting paid when my phone rang it was my birthday and it was working dog saying do you want to come and do thank god you're here oh. Oh. and if it wasn't for that phone call i'd still fucking be there <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ed's so good on the show. Like, he's amazing. His ability to bring people in. Yeah. And, and um, it, it, is, it is always fascinating when you have someone who just knows how to play a team sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, it's always fun for me because I, I listen to heaps of podcasts and it's, it's a very noticeable difference. Yeah. Like, I think O'Neill's really good as well in being able to just give a slight hint of a, a story and he just has yeah. five different ones to pick from. And, you know. You can also tell with Ed as well, because he, he's not a stand-up, he doesn't crave the the spotlight the all the time yeah, yeah, and he yeah. wants to bring everyone in because he, he comes from an improv background which is all about everyone as right, a team coming right and i notice this editing it as well and i kind of notice it when he's doing it live but more so editing is that he'll say someone's name in the sentence mm. just to get them into the conversation yeah so they feel totally. like they're part of it. so it's also another great thing obviously from interviewing people and doing breakfast radio you want to make sure you, your co-stars are actually listening to you. Yeah. So you say their name and it brings them in and they have to, oh, I might have to say something soon, so I better listen. One of the, Very one, good. One of the great things about this podcast is actually the 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 stories that of people that you only know of telly or radio. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, something as simple as that moment there with the Black Pandas and they getting the call from Working Dog. Yeah. Like if you're someone who's a podcaster, there's a good chance that you do like Inside Baseball of comedy. And so it's a really cool way to find out. Uh, how he, you know, that that, that that's pro- a true story where he was just there and he got this call from Working Dog. Yeah, like, and also I think Dave O'Neill is also another great one because, you know, he's been on so yeah. many panel shows yeah. and he's just happy to, you know, let other people share. So, and he, Dave is one of the few guests who has a story and anyone says a story, he has a story that's kind of similar. Yeah. Like, it's so it's good. Just, just, it comes from 30 years of being in comedy, knowing yeah. how to play. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so this is... Number six mm. in our countdown. Our last clip for the day. For this episode. For this episode. Yes. So I'll see you next week, Dil. See you next week, buddy. <laughs> so this one is episode 55. So it's got Fiona Lachlan. All right. Nath Valvo, Adrian Truscott, and Adam Knox. Oh, wow. That is quite a different mix. Yeah, it is. And Adrian, uh, if you don't know, she's an American a comedian kind of... Uh, Cabaret burlesque performer, I Stand guess. Stand up burlesque cabaret, yeah. bit of circus. Yeah. Uh, she did a wonderful show called Asking for It, which was a real uh, critical hit. And there's a whole scene in, in the show where she's doing a handstand yeah. as she's performing. And Fiona is one of my favorites to have on the show because 
like with no filter. Mm. Uh, Nath Valvo, I don't. I was looking at all the times Nath's been on. I don't think Nath's been on a show that wasn't brilliant. Like he's every, yeah. every time he's on the show, it's fucking great. That's uh, why I always try and get him on the live ones. And you're go, right. Yeah, he's my lucky yeah. charm. And I, I, in fact, with him with the live one, remember when he first showed up at the comedy festival? He didn't realize it was a live show. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was just coming to European Beer Cafe just to have do a podcast, and he was freaked out by the audience. That was with Kate, Adam, Richard, and Michelle Lawrence. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And also Adam Knox. Now, Adam Knox in this one, it took me a while. Adam had been on a few times before. I think this is his third time being on the podcast. And this is the first time I, when I, you know, at the start of the show, I say, this person shares their name yes. with this. He shares his name with a porn star. There's a porn star called Adam Knox. Wow. Yeah. And so we talk about that at the start of the episode. Yeah. And it comes up a bit later in Obviously. this one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you need – there's no Duroc J. Sinners. <laughs> I did uh, enjoy you once pointing out that my IMDb was uh, him, him uh, Dilruk as Dil, yep. or Dilruk, or himself <laughs> and man. <laughs> All right, so this is episode 55 uh, earlier this year with Fiona O'Loughlin, Nath Valvo, Adrian Truscott, and Adam Knox. Okay, this round is called We Are Family. Now, it's a new oh, round, yeah. but very familiar rules. In this round, we talk about our families, or one person's family in particular. This week, we're meeting the Valvos. Or, in this instance, instance, Nath's brother. Now, Nath and his brother are close, but not that close. So, how did Nath's brother happen to get a photo of Nath's adult dick sent to his phone? <laughs> adult dick. <laughs> <Your> adult <laughs> dick. So, not a kid's dick. Not your kid, not, no, yeah. it was an adult dick. Was it? Hey. <laughs> now, Nath was staying with him. And texting a guy he liked from the bedroom, Nate sent a pic of his cock to the guy with the caption, staying at my brother's, wish you could come over, but accidentally sent it to his brother's phone instead. Oh, dear. Was it B, he was at his brother's house alone and on the phone while he was halfway getting dressed. Nate likes to walk and talk, so just walked <coughs> around the house, not really thinking. He walked into his nephew's room where the baby monitor detected movement and took a photo and sent it to his brother. The photo was Nate just wearing a T-shirt and nothing else. Or was it C, Nate's brother was staying with Nate and had to get a new phone. When he got back to Nate's house, he was setting it up when he pressed to sync devices, thinking it was just going to sync his laptop and not Nate's laptop. At first, Nate thought it was fine and all that was coming out was a bunch of comedy festival posters. It wasn't until that night they were out for dinner that Nate's brother asked Nate if he knew how to change the screensaver, handed it over to Nate, who saw that his brother, as a joke, had said it to Nate's dick. Now, there's a lot in that. That last one was a little NCIS for me. Okay. I could not. So what happened was, like, he brought a new phone, he went to sync it up, synced it with Nate's laptop instead, and then... Like, got, the got the photos through there. And I, Nate right, found out I, that yeah. he had his dick when he said, can you change the screensaver, and it was just Nate's own dick. My That's, adult okay. dick. No. Yes. <laughs> you can ask Nate as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, he wants you to answer incorrectly. Okay? So... You don't have to all vote together. You can vote separately. Yeah. Ask away. If you're confused, mm. just ask questions and try and get the Which real Which one of those three story. is the real one? Yes. One of them did happen. Right. One of them happened. Do you have a nephew? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the baby <laughs> monitor makes sense. That's, can we leave? <laughs> do, what's your brother's name? Michael. Michael. Yes. Doesn't in the, help. <laughs> in the, th- the third um, yeah, scenario, mm. were you doing that as a joke? No. Yeah, oh, so you were completely... Yeah, Unaware. I didn't know. Like, I, he, li- you know, my brother but lives in London. Why was the picture taken of your dick in the first place? Because all people have. I'm a gay <laughs> I man have with a, a front. Of my dick. <laughs> Everyone does. If you, it. Google, if you Google Adrian's bush, my, my adult dick <laughs> pic comes <laughs> up. <laughs> What's your brother sent me? Yeah. Why do you have photos of your dick? So I take them with my phone. What? Everybody's got a dick. I mean, not everybody, but. 
why is the, is I that would, a thing? I would say most, I don't know, if it, maybe it's a gay thing, no, bit more than a straight thing. I think it's a single thing. Maybe yeah. a single thing. So it could be when I it was when I was you've single. got one. Or no, you kind of, you, you need it for it's a quality grind, assessment. You need card. Grinder charts. Gee, God. Mostly grinder charts. I would say it's a more it's it's more gay men doing it who are wanting it. I, I'd say most friends yeah. of mine who receive dick pics mm. don't want dick pics, but they're getting them anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's oh, like women get the unwanted, yeah. unsolicited. But you've got to cast the net out wide. Yeah, and I, 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 because I believe dick pics are like selfies or portraits, where if you get a good one, you know you kind of keep it for a long time, sure. like a promo pic that you're really into. You, you, and do you, you take it yourself? Well, this one, yes. No, James Penley, this comes in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of my dick holding my fringe up, confused in front of uh, a globe. Now, Adam, are you on, Twi- are you on Tinder? Uh, it's, I have been on Tinder do you ever, in the past. Do you ever say, hey, just Google Adam Knox and the <laughs> photo of me will come up? No, I try to avoid that because I, they'll be expecting a porn star to come around. Uh, no, I, I try and play down my... Uh, my public profile. <laughs> I'm kidding. I I I was never any good at Tinder. I could never do yeah. it properly. Awful dick pics is why. Mm. Too many of them. Sending I, them out I've, immediately to well, everyone. Yeah, I've never met a girl that's up for it. That even one that wants one from a man, or yeah. I've just never met a girl that's kind of into a dick pic. I don't. Does do yeah. girls get? Is there any? Is there ever a time a girl gets it? Never. Yeah, never. I think. No. I think if you. It, yeah. You don't, yeah. You, you wouldn't mind a dick pic from the person you asked for a dick for, pic yeah. from. Fair enough. The only times I've ever seen pictures of dicks is when a female friend has been showing me to make fun of it. Yeah, that's, right. And that happens more than... Because they're funny. That's yeah. Brutal. Ones that look like... Mm. There was one that looked like um, the hill that the Grinch lives in. <laughs> it's, like, it's got sort of a bent hooky top yeah, in yeah, it. Like yeah, like the sorting hat from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And on, and on I Christmas, know it well. I think I've seen it. <laughs> on Christmas, his seen... balls grew three times that day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the website, Do These Shoes Make My Dick Look Fat? No. It's so good. <laughs> no, but... I think it's a... Like, I thought it was just a joke. And it's a brilliant joke, but I also think it's a fetish. I th- I've right. definitely Which I was a heard bit of surprised at, but it's yeah. like people putting their dick and balls in a shoe, and like there's certain oh, shoes it. that it really like yeah. a slingback, really, right. like women's really shoes. Suits a there's a couple of times yeah. it takes you a yeah. bit to go like, oh, that's a dick. In but there. I think people <laughs> actually send them around not to be funny, but like They're I just bought it. a pair of shoes and my dick looks spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> this really is the industry of no boundaries, isn't it? It's hilarious. Yeah. Like you're oh, yeah. a comedian, you're on a podcast, gleefully telling people, well, yeah, dick pics. I've got. The, like, of if course. you're a politician, this would be the end. Yeah. Like, it's just too good. It? Well, not in America, but other yeah. places. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Weiner's coming in next week. It's going to be great. Because um, I read an article the other day about, it was in The Guardian, and it was about 100 men talking about their dicks with photos. It was like a, And it was meant to be an empowerment kind of thing, because like, men don't really talk about their dicks. And I'm like, yes, they do. That's all yeah, they talk about. All like, they yeah. talk about. Well, go, not all, but yeah. Go to any men comedy with, night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> men with, like, bad dicks don't talk about but their dicks. But that's the thing. Or I'm, are the bad dick ones louder? These were all bad dicks. I don't want to boast, but... I, Looking at these, I'm like, I've got a pretty good dick. I've got a pretty good looking dick compared to these guys. Okay, yeah. there was maybe a, they need to shoes. Yeah, there was a 93 year old dick, and I'm like, good on you. Yeah. Like that was that was. What are you gonna do? But with there that? was like, yeah. and there was uh, people who had transitioned and got dick, and the person who had transitioned, he was like, well, I wanted a dick, so I thought I might as well get a really big one, and it just it looked. Did it look real? No, it no. looked it. 
it looked scary. like Nicole Kidman had had. <laughs> it was a weird. Wasn't looking. a wrinkle on it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a website I used to look at when I was a teenager. I don't know, maybe it's still there. We'll look at it after we Google Adam Knox, the gay porn star. Yeah. Uh, I was ratemypenis.com or ratemydick or something, and you can just anonymously upload a picture of your penis, and then thousands upon thousands of people worldwide would just simply give you a rating out of ten, and then you know your number. That's genuinely you have a seven point six, eight point one, five point. Yeah, and, and I'd go for other purposes. But, I, uh, we, should, yeah. we should see if that website still exists. You just start exists. to recalibrate your social expectations in a more realistic... Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Because I think men are obsessed with dicks. Mm. And they're like, oh, no, I'm not. But then I'm like, like when men are looking at pornography, unless it has a dick in it, they're like, oh, it's not it's, it's not that good. Mm. Like, it's, a, it's a, am, yeah. am I talking? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Go, I've, go. I've found that too. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I'll tell you what, my what's, theory. What's well, your theory? We, don't have, we honestly didn't have enough time in this podcast, but I have a, a theory, and I believe it with all my heart, every man on earth needs to suck a dick once. <laughs> and I believe that if every man on earth, at some point in their life, early on, the better, sucked a dick, there'd be less violence, there'd be less, just a lot of, the shit stuff in the world would happen so much less if men just got this fear out of their head of the dick. And also. And this, like, thing of being a woman for five minutes with a dick in your mouth. Get the fear out of you. Don't enjoy it if you don't enjoy it. So Oh, that wasn't for me. I promise you, you'll be a better person It'll for it. Suck a dick. It probably will make people a lot less stressed as well yeah. because half the world, half the men are getting their dick sucked. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was a not necessarily. Yeah. It might uh, just, just be one like, guy. Yeah. It might just be like, knocks on the door when you turn suck 16. A hey, uh, <laughs> yes. How many times have you met a guy at a pub or your, your, your cousin's new boyfriend or your sister's new man? You're just like, you are an uptight. Want, you just need to suck a dick and get over yourself because you're so obsessed <laughs> with being a man right now. Yeah. And come on. I haven't. Yeah. Let's do it. Come on, Adam. Come on, Josh. Let's do it. I bet it's a lot harder than you imagine as well. Because I have it. Like, I imagine just out of nowhere that I would probably be great at it. But I bet I wouldn't be <laughs> if it actually came to it. such a man thing to say. Yeah, no, I know. I'm really good at like it. That. Yeah. When I think I've lived too long. Street performers be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to swallow a sword. Mm, yeah. I'm like, not that hard. Ever tried a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Much less manageable, and I would be more. I would throw a coin to a guy sucking a dick, yeah, especially if it was in the Bird Street Mall, in the square with a top hat and a vest and no shirt underneath. He's sucking a dick of a human statue. He's yeah, not allowed. that's a real skill not to move. Yeah, <laughs> he's got silver all over his mouth. <laughs> anyway, you heard it here first. Yeah. Nate Balbo's official suck a dick campaign will kick off next year. So, so, so how did Nate's brother get a photo of his dick? <laughs> oh God, I'd like to think it was the second option. So I don't you, think you'd be walking around somewhere with your pants off where there's a baby hey, monitor. Hey, this is a guy who posts pics of his dick. But that's <laughs> not to babies, people. though. They're not right. in, like... You didn't just wander in in a T-shirt and no pants to your nephew's room. Oh, I that, did. I so think a, a, as, a, as a recap, so it was A, yeah. it was he... Um, <laughs> He sent it accidentally to a guy he was trying to hook up with. Uh, B, it was he walked in and the baby monitors uh, took a shot at it. Or C, uh, his brother got a new phone and it synced up. So we're going to lock in. So, Nate, I mean, Adam... You're forgetting the, the biggest part of the, the story, which was my brother saved it as, a, as his screensaver and yeah. he handed it to me in front of my family on purpose and said, hey, can you change my screensaver for me? Oh, wow. That makes... It's good. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be right? good. Let's rule out B. Because yeah. it, it, okay. you're not walking around in your nephew's would, room. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it wouldn't be a very clear image. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be able to necessarily see it. It's all right, if... mate. It's an adult dick. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's A or C. Okay, so Adam, what are you locking? I, I think C because A is like the, I think you're more careful if you're sending a picture of your dick to send it to the right Michael. Yep. Not, not the wrong Michael. Even a different Michael you'd slept with it, it'd still be weird. <laughs> so I reckon C. Okay. Uh, 
I think I and I think I and I really hope you enjoy this life because you certainly won't be enjoying the next. Adrian, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like C. You like in C. the name in of the of Father, the, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's got the biggest effect. It was B. Oh, oh. it was actually Get B. So. The one that we immediately ruled out because you would be yeah. a sex offender yeah. if you did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> the nephew wasn't in the room, the by the way. He was there. home alone. Why was the baby monitor on? Why was the uncle in the room? So for the ten, maybe to twelve, thirteen people listening to this podcast that saw my show at the festival uh that was my arc this year that was my story that how this all happened right. and so thanks for supporting his art <laughs> yeah so you three didn't see my show but the worst thing was i had to change the story for the stage because that's the that's the true story that yep. the baby monitor it's one of those ones that uh turns like on when there's movement cam? there's like, yeah. like, yeah. like this laser technology and it like when there's movement it t- camera turns on it takes a screenshot and sends that to my brother and my sister-in-law's phone with an image going like movement so they can look at their kid. Anyway, uh, I was just on the phone and I just talk and I was talking to Cody because my Cody's a boyfriend in Melbourne. I was with my brothers in London. Not Nick Cody for the listeners. No, not yeah. Nick Cody. I always have to say that, don't I? Yeah. Uh, just T-shirt, nothing, no funny business. But anyway, when I did my first trial show in Adelaide, the audience just were like, oh, no. you're gay. You're in your nephew's room, and it just went Whoa. so weird. And oh, I was like, "This is a really terrible. funny story. Why isn't this yeah. killing?" <laughs> and then I realised it was because it freaked people out. The whole kids' room thing. So then I just changed <laughs> it to the lounge room, and then it like killed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Stupidness. Right. So that's another one. Like he, Nathan will come on, tell a story on the podcast, and then it'll go into his next show. That one oh, was right. the opposite. He already had that. In a show, but then, yeah. yeah so. Oh, well, okay. Well, since we're so you don't feel that, too bad. Well, I was going to say, I know that we spoke off mic, but yeah. the story that you would have heard earlier on uh, about me getting arrested and uh, being in lockup, that is most likely going to feature in my next year's show. But uh, look, hey, listeners, don't let that deter you from coming along. Yeah. Come along and see how I give you a bit of zhuzh, a bit of stand up, maybe some uh, inaccuracies. Like, uh, I will definitely add some parts of the story that aren't true just I do, to make it work for stand-up. I do the same thing. I did uh, very early, I think, episode four or yeah, five. Yeah, you don't even like, like the cake book. No, <laughs> <laughs> no the, uh, the school with the giant poo, okay? Ah, uh, yes. That's yes, yes, now the a bit of stand-up. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't say Coke can on stage. Ah. Even though that got the biggest laugh in the studio, on stage you just see people go, oh, not too much. Yeah, it's too much. isn't it? it yeah. Very, oh. Well, I think it's because comics have, you know, Comedy is hard, people. That's the point. That's, that's the, if you take nothing away from <laughs> this podcast. If something works in a podcast, might not necessarily work in a live show. No, I see it more in the social me, me, media round with yeah. people doing tweets yeah. and going, oh, that got a big laugh in the room and just and, the comics. And the most recent episode with Cam James, one of his tweets is literally his closer now. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. The one about the compliments to the chef. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, thanks for coming in, Bill. My pleasure. This was so much fun. I can't wait to do the the next five. That's gonna be. And thanks for listening, guys. Uh, so the next one will be out next week, five to one. If you are uh, in Melbourne, tickets are on sale for the Don't You Know Who I Am live shows in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Season passes you can get for sixty bucks, so you save twenty dollars to get a show for free. Plus. The big hi-fi gig. Hi-fi gigs or Max Watts Max House Watts, of Sound. Sorry. So that is a separate thing. So tickets will be on sale for that very soon through the Comedy Festival website. So that one is going to be – I figured it out actually as well. Mm-hmm. I was doing the, the dates of how many – so this is episode 85. Mm-hmm. Oh, the year I was born. Oh, well, there you go. Episode 100 is the first hi-fi gig. Wow. So, that's, so make sure – if, you, if you're a fan of the podcast, please come to that one. It's going to be good. I'm going to get uh, – 
you know. Comedy Festival are helping out with getting the guests. Totally. So there's a good chance that it's going to be some names that you're unlikely to hear all year round. Yeah. And some names that I can't normally get. Right. Yeah. So right. it's going to be, it's, yeah. And, you know, if I. Get your tickets now because there's a good chance it might even sell out. So Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. And also if you're in Canberra, I've got some uh, shows in Canberra for the Canberra Comedy Festival Oh, as when well. are you there? I'm 23rd, 24th. I think I'm 24th, 25th. Ah, party time. Yeah. So I'm, awesome. doing, I'm doing my cake show again. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. I've um, seen the cake show a couple of times. It's always fun. I've never done it in Canberra, though. Great. And so, oh, man, that yeah. audience, oh, yeah. perfect. And then I'm doing my kids' show as well. So I'm doing two kids' shows there on the Saturday and the Sunday. Are um, you doing Olive Arpentry? No, I did that last year. So I'm doing right. the other one my family's with and your family. And deal. Oh, we were in Canberra together last year as well. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, fun. It's we're, 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 you're doing all the, all the I'm festivals. Do, I'm, I'm going to be at uh, in Perth, uh, Canberra, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, uh, and tickets are just comedy.com.au and just search for me in that website. I haven't talked to you. Your poster's great this year. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. talk about childhood stuff coming yeah. out. It's one of the most embarrassing photos I have of myself, so I decided to own it. It's very good. And uh, use it as my poster. Anyway, thank you for listening. That's all. Bye. Good night, mate. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.